Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, plus there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We're about to live vicariously through the cast of Total Divas. Google it. This is the Total Divas After Show on AfterBuzz TV. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yes, we're going to have some play. I keep one in my pillowcase. Wow. <laughs> I, don't be alarmed, iTunes listeners. There's no gun-wielding men here, although there were some on the show tonight. Welcome to the AfterBuzz TV Total Divas After Show. We are breaking down Season 6, Episode 5, Mother of the Groom. Thank you so much for coming to hang out with us tonight. My name is Christy Olson, and you guys can always keep up with me at Christy Reports. I see you all hanging out in the live chat. You guys have been talking about the episode for hours already. We love that. It sounds like you guys thought this was one of the best episodes of the season thus far. So can't wait to incorporate some more of your thoughts in the show. Make sure you hit that thumbs up button. We are on iTunes and SoundCloud as well. If we gave you a little scare there, you can still give us five stars. Leave us a little comment. Let you let us know what you thought about the show. And when I say we, I mean not just me. I know you're seeing me in the shot right now, but I have two cute boys with me tonight. Aren't I a lucky gal? I sent Jen and Paulina and Megan away for the holidays so I could have my time with my boys. Including oh. the one and only at G Hermosa, George Hermosa. I'm googling living vicariously through Total Divas. Yeah, you're not too um, too much one with the words, are you, George? Yeah, I mean, I don't think I spelled vicarious uh, correctly. But yeah, G Hermosa, G H E R M O Z, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, etc. All right, well, welcome back to the Total Divas. Thank family, you. Honey. So excited. And our our new oh uh oh are they gonna clash? Are they gonna butt heads? Our former straight male perspective versus our new straight male perspective. Oh man. At Jimbo in the booth, it's Jimbo Frank. I don't know how to handle this. Now, is this the first time you've had two males on the panel? Yes. Wow. Wow. I'm feeling overwhelmed. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. I won't whip on any guts. You can be All overwhelmed right. and can... you can be underwhelmed, but can you ever just be whelmed? That would be a question for the Bella Twins, <laughs> who we're going to break down their IQs next week, and that's going to be exciting. But this one was a good, good episode tonight. Very juicy. We got a lot going on. Paige has moved in with Del Rio. Renee and Dean Ambrose are getting settled at their new house in Vegas. And, of course, Lana and Rusev just cannot quite decide where to get married, although both of them seem to have made their decisions up until the end. We're going to get there, but let's jump right in to Paige and her lactose intolerance. <laughs> All right, maybe not a whole lot to discuss here, but Paige has started shacking up with her man in a new house in San Antonio. And of course, I'm thinking, you know, that this is probably a little early. We don't have a lot of details on their relationship yet, but just last episode was the first time we saw him, and now they're shacking up. What do you guys think? Too soon? Way too soon. Yep. I mean, I don't know. I mean, if she's happy, who are we to say anything else? You know, I know I know. last week Renee had that talk with Paige, mm-hmm. um, and I know she got a little defensive, but at the end of the day, if it's Paige is happy, and hopefully she's not causing any harm to those around her, which probably isn't really the case. Um, I mean, good for Paige, you know? Yeah, no harm done to his wife and children, mm-hmm. her moving in. 
If you can't fart around the guy, you should probably not live with him. I'm gonna leave it at that. Well, how big of a house is it really? I mean, don't call it a mansion. I think and you said toss four bathrooms, right? Four yeah, bathrooms. On, you bro. could find one of those bathrooms to fart in. I'm gonna keep it real. I love it. Well, Renee may be having the same issue. She and Dean have moved in in Las Vegas. Now, you guys probably know a little bit more about this than I do. Why would they settle in Vegas? That, I don't know. Dean... I didn't even know he sh- they lived in Vegas. I was I, curious I was aware about of this that, too because why. he's like the fourth wrestler I've heard of recently that lives in Vegas. Yeah, he lives in Vegas. Ryback lives in Vegas. Oh. Vader lives I think in Vegas. Well, Ryback grew up in yeah, Vegas. Yeah, he's from Vegas. Well, that, so, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. The only thing I can think of is there's no state tax. Oh, yes. That's a good one. Actually, our, our panelist, Megan Stecker, who was not able to get here tonight, but she is hanging out, out in the chat, and she said, if you're scared to do a number two around your man, it's too soon to move in. That's right, Megan. Agreed. <laughs> I love it. Well, Bree and Brian are going to go visit... Dean and Renee at their brand new home. They're looking forward to it. But Daniel Bryan doesn't want Bree to drink while they're there. Because, you know, he uh, wants their kids to be able to pronounce library. That was so funny. Well, she's not pregnant yet, so I'm assuming it's okay to drink, right? Yeah, dude. Hey, if Mama Bella drank until she was three months in, I mean, and look at how well And also, too, like, I'm sure a lot of people that get pregnant probably are drunk to begin with. So what's the problem with, like, you know, just find out drinking before you get pregnant? That's a very good point, George. Well, let's go home with Lana and Rusev. This is kind of the first time that we've seen them in their home in Nashville. And it's not just them, but Lana's family lives with them. Her mom and dad and her brother. That's kind of crazy. That's a little much. Yeah. I didn't know if she meant, like, at the moment they're living with us because we're planning the wedding or like I'm helping with this. Mm -hmm. But, like, yeah. They They kind of imply that they're there full time. Yeah. Yeah. And well, and you have to keep in mind that Lana and Rusev are really not there full time. Yeah, I was just gonna say maybe it's because they're on the road so much. Mm-hmm. Especially, I don't know. I don't know if we saw any pets there. Maybe you know. Obviously, it's a good idea. I, we saw um, Marisa's sister live in the house, and obviously they have a lot of pets. So maybe it's kind right. of the same thing. Hey, let's live in the big house. You guys can live there too, but you know, give us our space. They I have an know. awesome house too. They do. They do. It's so it's so cool to see everybody's personal style and the way that they live at home. And Lana and Rusev's house was a lot more eclectic and like it was very colorful. I expected something that looked more like Miz and Maurice's house Mm -hmm. and very fancy and kind of modern and Lana just seems really upscale to me. Mm -hmm. So I was surprised by their interior. More like Bree's house. Have you guys gotten used to the non-Russian accent? No, every time she opens her mouth it throws me off. Um, Every time. I'm used to it by now. Yeah? Yeah. But it was a trip when like his mom comes and she just starts speaking Bulgarian with her. I was like, oh yeah. Like, I was like, that's, that's kind of cute, actually. The <laughs> fact that she kind of, I don't know if maybe she learned it in Russia, but the fact that she knows that language as well and can't communicate well with her mom. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, that's, that's, they're going to they're gonna yeah. last. Well, yeah, because she does have some understanding of both cultures, mm-hmm. but they're in sort of this argument about American wedding traditions versus the Bulgarian wedding traditions, and Lana just thinks that really there are no American wedding traditions. She wants to get married on a beach, which is not traditional at all, but sounds really fun and cute. I mean, I, <laughs> I would be think mostly... About that. I, yeah, I mean, I would be mostly concerned with the fact that he's going to see her in her wedding dress while she's trying to... That is ridiculous. That's I- a tradition you should never break seeing someone in their wedding dress before the wedding. I agree, and I'll tell you why. I, I, I was just going to say, I think a lot of American wedding traditions are that there are really no traditions. You can pretty much do anything you want. That's, true. That's the American tradition for weddings, I think. Do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, beach. It's the American uh, way. On the sand, in the backyard. Like, we've seen it all. You know, obviously, I think with other cultures, I think they're a little bit more 
like narrow. Not only narrow minded, but just kind of, you know, it's their culture. I think with American, it's like, yeah, dude, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Want to go? What's it called? When or a lope? shotgun wedding? Lope, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I would advise that whole not seeing the bride in the wedding dress thing, just from my own personal experience of being engaged for four years and having my wedding dress go from L.A. to Minnesota back to L.A. And at some point in time, my husband saw me in it. I don't remember why or where, but we ended up not like we couldn't get the wedding plans together, and it really did seem to be like there was some sort of bad luck element until we got it all together four years later, and that was a long time ago. <laughs> or wait, so, yeah, we were engaged wow. for four years. Yeah, so I totally believe in that because I couldn't put my finger on anything. Else. So I was like, that was it. He saw me in the wedding dress. That was the problem. Bad good, luck. Good to know. I'm Note very superstitious, self. right? Hey, you just got hitched. You're good yeah. to go at least for like seven years. I only plan on getting married once, maybe twice. <laughs> that was so funny because she's like, excuse me? And honestly, <laughs> from when they first announced Lana going to be on, be on uh, Casa Todivas, I've been waiting for this because Rufsa's really funny. He was hilarious mm-hmm. but this even entire like, episode. And then even like then in the previews and going back to that promo he did a few months or uh, like a month ago, Mama Rusev, Papa Rusev, you know, unfortunately we didn't see Granny Rusev, but I was happy to see the Rusev clan today. Granny Rusev passed away recently, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, right? Not too long ago. Yeah. Condolences, <laughs> well. And she's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm just looking at my legs. <laughs> like, like, what? He's like, look at my legs. I need shorter shorts so I could look at more of my legs. It's <laughs> like, this guy's hilarious. Because we've always heard about that, that behind yeah. the scenes that he has this great sense of humor. Mm-hmm. So it is good to see it. But something that was very not funny, a very, I think, legitimate moment that went down on this episode. Maurice and The Miz are backstage at TV and her mom FaceTimes to tell her that there was an intruder poking around outside the house. Literally, she shows Maurice and The Miz, this guy lurking around outside on the FaceTime. I mean, this was in the moment terrifying. What would you guys, what would be your first reaction if you got a call like this? I mean, I'd feel so helpless being so far away from home. You know, it's kind of like, I, like it, it's like, I'm not going to feel guilty because obviously you're at work, but like, you'd want to be there. Like, you'd feel guilty, but also you can't feel guilty, but you still feel guilty, guilty and it's like, there's nothing you can do about it. I don't know if this was for storyline or not. Because the fact that we didn't hear about this because remember when Daniel Bryan's house uh, kind of got robbed? We heard all about it. Yes. We didn't hear about this. This is some big news, especially if they're like, our, were called. our house has walls and walls. So if they got through like two walls and they were caught on surveillance with her mom in the house, that's like a big story. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like it was shot like the footage they showed us was shot like reenactment style of like get a guy, put him in a hoodie, stand him against the window, have him jiggle the doorknob. Mm-hmm. You know, like like if you were to see like a per, uh, security protective commercial, mm-hmm. like do you want to come home to this? Like, I'm always afraid of that. I I didn't buy not that it the entirely. Okay, I I mean I did in the moment, but we have to remember that Maurice is an actress as well. Mm-hmm. By the time it wrapped up prettily at the end, you had me kind of thinking that. I'm curious what our chat role has to say. Uh, Jay Ruiz, I believe that's Jessica, said, come on, Jimbo, it has to be real, but uh, MX Jane A said, good point, Jimbo. So they are split there in the chat role. I love to get your guys' take on this. And let's see what you guys have to think about this next element. Maurice thinks that maybe the answer is to get a gun to feel protected in her home. What do you guys think about that? I think it's a good idea if there's no kids around for now. I mean, obviously, the biggest fear is maybe somebody grabbing it and, you know, maybe a kid not knowing what to do with it. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, the obvious thing would be get it out of his reach to begin with or her reach. But, yeah, I mean, I I think it's a good idea. Just 
I think it's all contemplate. It's all crossed our minds at some point in our lives. Like as far as protection goes, like would I do it? Would I pull the trigger? But they're trying to hurt. Like you don't know their motives at all. Right. Like you can probably think worst case scenario, and God forbid it does happen. At least you're going to be protected. So I, I know I, I kind of see where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. I've never shot or held a gun in my life. Wow. So I can't really speak. Not that I'm like afraid of guns, but I just never have. And I totally agree with what Paige was saying later on. Like, well, what do you do if you're on, like, this side of the house? <laughs> and then she's like, wait, does that mean I need more than one gun? Like, I think her best investment was the surveillance cameras. Because mm-hmm. if, like, God forbid someone's home, like, just call 911 and lock yourself away, like she said. Like, maybe invest in a panic room. You know, yeah. like, some place to, like, if that's what you're fearing, like, someone's going to come in and harm you. But, like, they're rich. They got insurance. Anything that a robber is going to come in and take or steal... Like, they could have covered and surveillance is the best way. Like, oh, look, there he is. Match his face. There's cameras everywhere now. See, I think the stealing of it is, isn't really the big issue. It's the safety. Because honestly, like, they can steal anything in my house. Like, that stuff's, irrepla- that stuff's replaceable. Mm-hmm. But, like, my not knowing what their motives are. We've heard the stories where robber comes in, shoots family, or, you know, like, you know, unfortunate they, tales. They're you know? even kind of or... Even kind of going back to the, to the ring. Like, we've all heard of the stories about... Um, like a fan running into the ring and then the rest are beating the living crap out of them. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you don't know what their motives are. You don't know what they're going to do. They can come in, they can have a, a knife, they can, you know, do whatever. Like, you have no idea. And, and again, this is a wrestling ring, now real life. Like, there are a lot of bad people out there. And God forbid, like, something bad happened. Like, they can have the worst intentions. And at least you know you're protecting yourself and your family. I think there's better security than a gun, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Oh, you guys are making me feel so like a journalist right now, like so objective. You both have made well, great points. This is true. Maybe that's why I have Christie reports. But I'm from Middle America, and I grew up in a home with a lot of guns. And I shot guns as a child. I was taught how to safely behave around guns, what to do if I came across a gun that was unattended. But I understand when people have never seen a gun in real life that that seems super scary. I, I've been out of my parents' home now for a well over a decade and shared a hotel room with them like a year ago and woke up and there was a gun on the table and I was like, oh my God, there's a gun. What is your gun? What is it? And I was like, oh yeah, wait, no, it's just, it's my parents are here. It's dad's. It's cool. It's like conceal and carry. Right. So, but I, I, that's made me understand like, oh dude. If people aren't used to having guns around their home, it really does seem like something that's shocking and scary instead of making you feel secure and empowered. So I totally, totally see both sides of this. Where's our chat roll at? Uh, Guns don't kill people, bullets too. Oh, George Cicero's wins this one, he says. They need bob wire. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, George, that is the perfect solution to this problem. Meanwhile, Rusev and Lana have a problem, a stripper pole. Hmm. Mama Slavka, yes, Mama Slavka is coming, and they have this in the middle of the living room. They try to kind of rushedly take it down. That's a really cute moment. They're so cute. They're fun. Like, they're freaking fun. I want to hang out with them. That means that that pole is there even with her family living there. That was my first thought. And there's so she she really explained herself at the beginning and talked about how they were missionaries and she grew up in this spiritual home. But then mom and dad don't have any issue with the stripper pole. Surprising. I wonder if she's like, it's for aerobics. <laughs> and she even hopped up on it right yeah. in front of dad. Even and dad like, hopped oh, up on hey, it. It was like, oh, yeah. that hurt my, my region. <laughs> I love how Rusev's music played when his mom showed up. Yes. <laughs> that was so funny. 
fantastic. <laughs> that was the dun 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 dun. Guys, just in case you in case you don't know. Do that again. No. <laughs> well, because Slav, Slavka does show up, and she learns that Lana has hired a chef for their little uh, their little shindig today. Their little barbecue, and she did seem genuinely confused by that. <laughs> I mean, she seems to like Lana though. Even when they greeted each other at the door, she was saying like, "Oh, you're dressed so cute," and and I got like a genuine approval from Mama Rusev about Lana. Did you guys think so as well? Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, considering they've been together for a really long time. That's true. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure she approved of her a long time ago. Yeah. I feel like Rusev's the kind of guy who, if his mom didn't approve, that that would really be a problem for That's him. That's exactly yeah, where I, I was so going to go. Mm-hmm. Like, we would hear a lot more Bulgarian speak <laughs> if that was the case. And it would have been a lot whether, faster. So whether Lana could, and then I think Lana would have kept it under wraps that she could understand her. <laughs> and been like, I understand everything my mother-in-law is saying. <laughs> she should, maybe she'll just learn it eventually, just to do that. Well, Brie and Brian, meanwhile, have arrived in Las Vegas at Dean and Renee's. And they want Nikki to come too. Apparently, Brie invited her last minute. Dean only cares about his bar. No surprise there with Dean Ambrose. But if you guys remember in last week's teaser, they kind of made it look like Dean had a problem with Nikki coming. Mm -hmm. And that was definitely not the case. He really had a problem with Renee not being relaxed was just sort of what he was saying in this scene. So I was like, oh, okay, good. I don't have to dislike Dean Ambrose now because he doesn't dislike Nikki. That relationship is still so weird to me. Renee it's not because I love Dean. Oh, Dean. It's not because I love Renee. It's just, I don't know. Just ah, so the weird. truth comes out. Yeah. <laughs> Even between like the commercial edits, they made it look like Dean and Renee got in a fight and she like just stormed out of the house. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm leaving. Meanwhile, oh, it was her being like, TV. oh, I got to go pick something up. Okay, I'm leaving. Yeah. The editors were really clever. Yeah. Well, all I, I think all it really does when they do that is reminds people that they can do that. And it makes you go, what else are they editing fancy? Mm-hmm. That right? apple. It's that apple. That apple from Total Bellas. Jimbo's never going to get over that. I love it. Never going to love that town. I love it. Well, moving along. When Nikki shows up, she showed up in a beautiful outfit, too. She did show up in a beautiful outfit. We can talk about it. She looked very Vegas. Yes. It's sort of what I I got out of that. That's a a nice way of saying it. I love when they're like, your nip. Your nipple might be out. And Dean's like, this is my house. Nipple out or that's that's fine. <laughs> Nip, shrimp on the floor, whatever you gotta do. <laughs> Meanwhile, Eva goes to visit Miss Maurice, and she has a great plan. These two, I love the friendship between these two, and she shows up with some booby traps to distract Maurice from the seriousness of the situation, is what she said. I thought that was really sweet and thoughtful. I think that Eva is so much more genuine and so much more of a, a girl's girl who can be a good friend than what we've been able to see from her on the show because the other girls don't really accept her in that way. But now her and Maurice have a really fun friendship. We've been talking about it for a few episodes. George, what do you think of the the, the budding relationship between Eva see, and See, I feel like everybody gets along with Eva. It just maybe in that wrestling world that maybe like they kind of you know brush her off a little bit because maybe she doesn't she didn't really grow up like in the business or and I know she's done a lot better since we, we all remember her from like two three years ago um, but yeah I mean I, I like the fact that maybe she's getting more welcome and even when there's new divas she's not exactly the new diva anymore that's true you know and she she make, goes out of her way to I know we saw it with last season with Amanda or Mandy um, where she kind of came her in like hey listen I was once you so it's good to see that just because maybe she didn't get the the good treatment when she came in, she's not going to do the same for the, the new ones. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's true. That's true. I like that. <laughs> not that Maurice is new mm-hmm. by any mm-hmm. by any means. No, I mean it's so it's so like even though with the exception of maybe the Bellas and, and Natty, like everyone else is kind of new, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Well, and as is Renee Young, who takes Bree and Nikki and Daniel and Dean to this really fun activity place. Like I was like, why do my friends freaking insist on taking me mini golfing when things like this exist? What's wrong with mini golf? It's boring as all heck, especially when you see something like driving a monster truck. I want to drive a monster truck. Well, let's saying. go. Don't you want? Don't you guys want to drive go. a monster truck? Well, I don't. I'm just saying. Let's go. Do you think Renee and, Renee and Dean will let us stay at their house? Or maybe, or maybe right back. I was gonna say oh. Danae. Danae. Uh, no, that's your new name, Danae. Um, Dean and Renee. I was gonna say like right back. He's right there. Who else lives in Vegas? Vader. Really? They live in Colorado. Not anymore. Oh wow. Oh, Vader. Guess he's only gonna be there for the next two years. Wow. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? <laughs> oh, gee, her with the. The, I think the two of them are like peas in a pod because they're kind of both outcasts and they're like that girly girl, so they both get along with each other so well. Who's that? Even, uh, even, even Maurice. Oh, even Maurice. Yeah. Yeah. They certainly are. Well, I love them. That the Home Alone uh, booby, booby traps, traps actually work. She <laughs> she trips on the marbles on the steps. I was glad that that wasn't Bree trying to carry Renee up the stairs with the <laughs> marbles and the whole thing. I was like, oh. we could have had a lot of stair disasters. We could have had four injured. I almost said divas. Women's wrestlers on tonight's episode. Total divas. Total because they'll always they'll always be divas to me, and I don't mean I mean I mean that in an endearing way. I know they're wrestlers, but you know, Maurice and Eva are going to go to the shooting range the next morning, and man, did they look good doing it! I feel so bad for any guy that's like just in their vicinity. It's like. Granted, I'm not saying that they were just going to, everybody can just hit on them, but it's like, they're just so beautiful, and then put them together, it's like, oh my god. Yeah, like, guns especially in the at mix, a shooting it's like range, too much yeah. it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Maurice had sh- those boots on. Someone's going to get shot on accident, because they're not paying attention. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a good point, Wandering actually. Eyes. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they've caused accidents before. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, I and can only imagine what you, what you clown would do. with. I've seen Jimbo around Eva, and he kept his cool, and she loved him. But this <laughs> one, I don't know. <laughs> Well, you do know, know that's the problem. <laughs> we don't call you Creepy George for nothing. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Well, Rusev is talking to Lana's dad. He thinks that maybe convincing Lana's dad that a Bulgarian wedding is the way to go is what will get Lana decided. But we really learn here in this little scene that Rusev hasn't asked for Lana's hand in marriage. So if they want to stick to the American tradition stuff, it seems like he should do that, although I think that that is an incredibly outdated and, and sexist thing for someone to ask their permission. I I don't know. It seems uncomfortable to me. I can imagine that uh, my... Did you do that, Jimbo? Yeah. I, not her dad, because her dad's not in the picture, but I asked her mom. Really? Yeah, and it was really sweet. And her mom was, like, so happy because she thought, like, I was, I don't know, her house is, like, under construction, and I was like, I need to talk to you, and she thought I was, like, super stressed and going to be like, I can't handle this, like, I can't, I can't be here with your house under construction, and I was like, you know I love your daughter, right? Like, I want to ask for her hand in marriage, and she started crying, yeah, and I was like, okay, good. I don't have to get rid of the ring then, and I, like, showed her the ring, and she was all happy, but I think depending on the case and the scenario, it makes sense or it it doesn't mm-hmm. like if she's wearing your engagement ring and like everyone knows you're engaged <laughs> and it was a, on TMZ a, and yeah, it was a storyline on TV a little <laughs> pass the point no return late. you know like that's something he should have done already right but I get like I don't think it's 
not necessarily outdated. Like I think it's still it's still like oh that's the right thing you well, should. We do all that. know he did it just because he probably hated that storyline. He hated Dolph Ziggler making out with Lana probably. Like well that's, let me just let me let me let me propose so I can kill this storyline. That's a good point. <laughs> so Rusev is the one who leaked it to TMZ. Probably. Ah oh, jeez. Well I don't know I just think it's a little insulting. I think my parents would have laughed at my husband if he really? would have said I need to ask your permission to do something for your daughter and then he probably would have laughed too and said what the hell was I thinking? Christy makes her own decisions. That's all I'm saying. Renee drops the shrimp. That's what Renee does. She's all stressed <laughs> out about having everybody over. She's having hosting. Is hard. Hosting is hard. And listen, this is why you just don't try to cook. You pull a Lana. You hire a chef. Like, Renee should have taken some notes from her fellow blonde newbie total diva and just hired somebody to take care of everything. You got money. John Cena does. Exactly. Do it like Cena does. Yeah. Handled, I love shrimp. Handled. I was a little upset when then shrimp fell. I love shrimp. Yeah, it looked good. You don't eat shrimp, do you? She's a vegan, dude. No, honey, I don't eat shrimp. Oh, it's too bad. We're gonna go to bubblegum. Ew, ew. There's actually nothing for me to eat at bubblegum. Most places I can find something, but bubblegum shrimp, imagine that. (laughs) No vegan food. But Brie really tries to help, and she's kind of talking Renee through it. She's like, you know, I get that you wanted everything to be nice, but you don't have to stress out so much. And I think that this really kind of stems more from Renee finally felt like she had some camaraderie and and a girlfriend here, and she wanted to impress everybody. And she's sad because it's hard to meet people. She says it's hard to make friends as an adult. And I think being in a city like LA is probably similar to Vegas and you hear a lot of people in LA say that as well. Do you guys agree? No. No? no. George it's makes not hard tons of friends, friends. I think so. I mean, I don't want to make more friends but I feel like it's easy to make friends. Really? Yeah. I like you guys. I don't need more friends. Yeah, yeah. that's true. We're pretty great. <laughs> We're all you need. But again, I just, yeah, I don't think it's that hard if you put in the effort. Okay. Or if you work at Afterbus. Or, you know what, I think that's what it Renee is. Renee needs to work at Afterbus so she can make more friends. Well, it probably doesn't Let's help when you're, <laughs> when you're like a celebrity and you're right. never around. So mm-hmm. like like the one friend she said she tried to make was someone in, in yoga class that she's like, I think they felt bad because I gave them yoga pants. So then they felt like they had to hang out with me. So this is someone you saw in yoga class, you had small talk with. You were like, oh, hey, what size are you? Oh, I have a pair of yoga pants. Here, like extending the olive branch of being like hey we should hang out she took you up on that offer let's say you hung out once and then she was like oh we should do this again when you want when are you free next uh probably not for like two months because right. you know i'm gonna be on the road and i'm gonna be in a different state every day and when i come back i'm sure my my boyfriend's gonna want to hang out he'll be on the road with me but in a different state every day and you know <laughs> by this have, time the other we have tlc and down. he might you know but be how many, concussed how many days does renee work out of the week though she's not a wrestler but she, just, but she mostly just works tv be, yeah she's got to be on the road doing all that stuff but though. what though she only works like That's like tv you know what i mean question. she works tuesdays for smackdown what does she do mondays you know? Yeah, because she used to just be on both shows. That would yeah. be at least two full days worth of stuff. And then Sundays as well for pay-per-views. I'm sure That's they're shooting question. stuff like Total Divas. She does have an unfiltered. back. But they always show. They always record that usually like backstage or like in the arena. And it's only like one hour every... Yeah. every... That's a great question, George. Let's we'll, ask do some, we'll do some digging. Well, I would ask our chat role, but they are busy uh, kind of debating whether Dean should have been helping Renee with all of this. Joseph Moses says, Renee is stressed for entertaining for the first time, and Dean doesn't even help out. He's worried about the bar, and no mm-hmm. negativity at his bar. Yeah. Those are his main I mean, concerns. I mean, said he helped with the grill at first. 
And yeah, Mackenzie said he was making drinks. And really, what's what's more important? You know? Right? If everybody has a couple drinks, they don't care about how the food mm-hmm. tastes. No, they'll eat <laughs> chips and dip right? all night. I love it. I love it. Well, let's go back to Maurice, who is now feeling empowered. She shows the ladies a photo backstage, and she has none other than she's packing heat. She's got a firearm, a gun, and a license, and she feels empowered by it. I liked this because she was really struggling with the decision, and then she said, you know, once I did this, I feel good about it. It was funny to me when Paige brought up, like, well, what do you do if it's in a different part of your house? And then she's, like, running around, Mm -hmm. and they're all running around, and then they're running around and catering in the production, and you could see, like, people, and, like, one of them says, like, this is probably not a good idea. It's like, yeah, because you're going to... Bump into somebody and something's gonna get wrecked or broken, and you're just gonna hear like Vince, like angry dad, like Paige, you know. And I thought it was funny that she posted a picture on like Instagram that like Eva sees and brings it up to her before she even brings it up to Miz. Mm-hmm. So, like, all your man had to do was just like scroll through your Instagram feed and see, like, oh, my lady just bought a Glock, that's nice, I should probably call her, right. It's things like that that kind of kind of back up Jimbo's claim as far as like maybe it was for storyline. Um, I mean, I've liked this season a lot just because I feel like a lot of it hasn't been like obviously storyline. A lot there of it. There have been some other seasons that we can't say that about. Exactly. I, I feel like now now this season especially it's like more so. Let's let's really maybe shoot uh, film them like film them backstage. Film them you know obviously with Del Rio or the relationships Bree you know retired and everything. I feel like I feel like maybe just because maybe they feel like they needed to go back in time. Maybe this did feel a little storyline-ish. Because there's no way Miz wouldn't have known, um, you know, what, what, you know. I'm sure he checks his Instagram for her or whatever, you know? Well, are we uh, starting to see a trend here with, Mer- with Miz saying, oh, yeah, yeah. don't buy that, or him not knowing and her kind of doing things behind his back? I mean, we're only five episodes in, and this almost seems like a repeated... Oh, like the hijinks is always like, yeah. honey, like Lucy. Mm-hmm. Very, very I told you, Lucy. Lucy. Mm-hmm. She's gonna break the TV and be inside the TV next. But week. I, I kind of get what Miz is saying. Like, listen, like I'm not saying you know. I'm just saying, hey, why don't you let me in on whatever it is that you're doing? Mm-hmm. And yeah, at least I he was. She agreed to that the last yeah, time. Yeah. And at least he was like, well, I'm up here talking to the firearms guy on set, mm-hmm. asking him like, what's a good gun for you? Mm-hmm. Especially because he would have said yes anyways. But now, just like, dude, can you have let me know? You know, I would have liked to gone with you to the gun store. A fun couple's outing. Yeah, to the couple, gun store. Couple guns. Yeah. Really, yeah. Then they would have two, one for each side of the house. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we got it all figured out for you, Ms. and Maurice. Meanwhile, Rusev is finally going to ask for Lana's hand. He does it very awkwardly with her sitting right there at a table over pita and hummus with no share plates, which really bothered me. So I get weird. the sharing thing, but what the heck? So weird. This was weird. I mean, I get that he was just doing it as for the cameras and she asked and the whole thing, but I, I did expect him to be a little more romantic about it. Like, if he was going to do this for the show, like, I would think he would do it up. Like, be, uh, sir, you know how much your your daughter means to me. And yeah. I'm sorry I didn't do the traditional thing of asking you for her hand before I put the ring on it, but now that we're about to walk down the aisle, I would like your permission. Exactly. That's Something just the like kind that. of sentiment I would have been looking yeah. for. <laughs> but no. No, no. No. And the dad even seemed like, huh, you're a little late, but of course. <laughs> Welcome to the family. <laughs> and and Rusev says, and you know what? We're going to do this beach wedding that Lana wants so badly, which does sound beautiful. 
What do you guys think? Wedding on the beach. I filmed a wedding on the beach. Mm-hmm. It was not awful, but it wasn't great. Yeah. My big problem with it, uh, especially out in Malibu, you got to pay for permits. Right. And depending on how many people you want on the beach, mm-hmm. um, the beach is unpredictable. Sand and wind and water and weather mm-hmm. on your biggest day. Yeah, Too many factors you cannot control no. to deal with that. No, and I then wouldn't. it's not like, oh, our ceremony's at the beach, and then you walk up the sand, and there's this beautiful cabana where we're all having dinner. It's like, we're getting married at the beach, and then the reception is somewhere far, way far over away. here. So yeah. everyone hop in your cars and drive over here, you know, change your shoes and get all the sand out of your stuff. It's... Yeah, dude. I, I always wanted to do that, it's, too. Get it's fairy tale. It's just like she said. I've dreamed since I was a little girl, because mm-hmm. when you're a little girl, that's all the stuff they put in your head. <laughs> just like big diamond rings and big, beautiful weddings. It's, you know? I mean, it's totally impractical when you think about it. What I ended up doing was um, getting married inside the hotel, but right overlooking the beach and then doing the pictures on the beach and then getting the heck back in the hotel. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's beautiful. Right? Pictures are good. Pictures are good. <laughs> so that's what they decided at this point they are going to do. And what are Bree and Renee going to do? They're going to go hang out with Nikki at the Palms with the sole intention of getting drunk. This was just, and this is not the first time we've heard this from Bree in her pre-baby, mo- pre-baby mode equals it. hardcore Bree mode. Gotta apparently. go all out. I guess. Man, she really, I think she just really anticipates Daniel Bryan shutting her down on any fun in the future when she is married. Well, go back to Lana and Rusev, who by now, with this one little scene in between, have now decided that they are going to have not one, but two weddings. Mama Rusev is very, very happy to hear this, but I was kind of going, where did this come from? Could I get one or two conversations where that was being discussed as the option or, like, I something? Like, I feel like this is a storyline as well. I feel like they probably knew early on they were going to have two weddings and then let's let's make a storyline out of Total Divas. You know, I think this was a storyline, too. I, I bought Lana saying, like, we all she knew. thought the mom was trying to live vicariously through her. That sounded like something Rusev had heard before off camera. Because mm-hmm. we all knew know. we all knew how this was going to turn up. We Absolutely. all follow Lana and, you know, on Instagram and see, we all knew that this happened. Mm-hmm. Even they even said it on, on WWE Raw. Mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, so I, I feel like it was kind of storyline-ish. I feel like they already knew the whole line. Are they? Right after the wedding, yeah. Let's, Let's be here. honest. What woman's going to turn down two weddings, especially a wedding that lasts three days? Right. And a trip to another country where you're going to be praised like a queen mm-hmm. because you're marrying someone who's like their first son. Yeah, dude. I'm sure he's like a huge superstar over there. I can only like how imagine. great Kali is in India. I'm sure that's how he is in Bulgaria. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be a big deal when we finally see it. I'm suspecting that the Bulgaria wedding is actually our season finale. I'm thinking so. Well, so let's could. not get there too fast because that was second, right? right? Yeah. So Malibu was okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember absolutely it was. Let's check in with our chat roll. They said, Of course, Mama Rusev is happy. If you thought CJ would be the bridezilla from hell, Mama Rusev got her way. That's a good point. By CJ, he means Lana, of course. Uh, Jay Ruiz said two weddings were a good idea to make everyone happy because it was so important to the mom. And as we saw earlier in the episode, what mom thinks really had a lot of weight with them. Megan said, I think it was real. I thought the fight in the bedroom was real. (laughs) That's, yeah, that did seem legit. When Lana walked out and he was like, I love you. I bought it. Well, he's so funny, though. 
That's the way he yeah. says everything. Listen there, he's just laying back. Look at my like, bicep. Look at my bicep looks huge. <laughs> I love you. I love you, bicep. <laughs> oh, Rusev. Yeah, was I? you saying I love you to Lana or bicep? <laughs> oh, that's a good point. That is a good point. Well, gentlemen, do you have anything that you would like to add about this episode of Total Divas? There was a lot of skin in this episode. Oh, yeah, I a guess lot, I don't even notice anymore. A lot of skin. Renee in a bikini. Renee in a bikini. Uh, I believe Nikki Bella like kicking the beach ball and they had to blur her butt because yeah. something was hanging out. There's just a lot, a lot of skin in this episode. Like there are several moments where I was like, oh, a lot of skin. <laughs> I just wrote like a lot of skin. So much skin. Creepy George didn't notice that and Jimbo did? Uh. Straight male perspective <laughs> coming. No, I mean, no, it was good. Like I said, I'm, I'm a big fan good. of any time Renee is in a bikini. But her top was well, I'm big. sorry. I, I I take that back. I know I was only allowed to say Renee in bikini one time during this episode. I remember last season you made that role. That's right. I remember things that you tell me. Uh, I don't know if that counts today since you're kind of technically a guest. We'll let All it right. slide this time. But Should if he fills in again, we're going to tally your, <laughs> your Renee remarks. All right, guys. Let's move on to my favorite time of the show. Let's do some news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. Well, Paige serves me up some juicy scoop every single week. This one starts, we'll start with the minor of the two. Her second suspension for violating WWE's wellness policy, this was a 60-day suspension, ended last Friday. But if you're expecting to see Paige back on the road or back in the ring, do not. She had neck surgery not that long ago, so she definitely won't be getting back in the ring, but she reportedly isn't hitting the road with WWE either anytime soon. Where is she? Well, next little news tidbit, she and Alberto Del Rio were in Mexico this last weekend where her boyfriend, or fiance, pardon me, was involved in a backstage altercation with another wrestler, a guy from a tag team called the Ninja Turtles. And he and Del Rio really, really went at it. They were um, hitting each other backstage and it spilled over into the hallway. Some of the fans saw it. So this was really, really made a lot of headlines. Reportedly, Del Rio really kicked the guy's butt. The guy made a Facebook post later and said that he was fine, but all the uh, bystander reports say that Del Rio really won this fight. And the reason being that Del Rio posted on Twitter the next day, he said, if you inappropriately touch my fiance, you have to prepare to learn a lesson. So this apparently, this fight was over, Paige. You think she poops in front of him now? <laughs> After he defended her honor backstage yeah. in Mexico? I think it's interesting. You think that's what it was over? Like, she, she had to use the bathroom? <laughs> and the guy was like, honey, you don't use the bathrooms in Mexico? And he was like, how dare you touch my fiance? I think it's interesting now that the suspension is over. We get it during the suspension. Maybe WWE didn't really promote her or put her up much. But mm-hmm. even now the suspension is over, even that little blurb um, on Raw or SmackDown it was, they didn't even include Paige on it. No. No, and in the recaps for Total Divas on their website, they yeah. don't include her. Yeah, it's not looking good for Paige. Everybody just watch the videos that are on her Twitter, 
Some of you have actually been tweeting me about them, and I tried to get them to load earlier and couldn't see them, but I've heard about them, and I'm going to watch them later, and I want you guys all to watch them too, and just tweet me your thoughts. That's all we'll say for now. Just watch the videos, tweet me your thoughts. And meanwhile, poor Trinity Naomi, who we did not see really all this episode, is dealing with an ankle injury. She has been out of in-ring action. She's supposed to return to the ring this week, but she wasn't on SmackDown on Tuesday. So we'll keep you posted on that and get well soon, Trinity. And you guys probably watched John Cena on SNL this last Saturday. It was his first time hosting the show, which is shocking. And really, he was one of only three wrestlers ever to do it. Him, The Rock, and Hulk Hogan. I almost called him Hulkamania. That was our discussion from earlier. Anyway, how did Cena do on SNL? Well, he made a lot of headlines. Great great spots. Got a 4.8 rating, which if you want to kind of compare that, when The Rock was on in March of last year, he got a 3.7. So Cena beat out The Rock pretty good. And Nikki was, of course, there watching. But you wouldn't know that because, wait, no Snapchats from Nikki Bella from behind the scenes at SNL? No, 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 no. She gave um, a YouTube video on their new channel the next day after, and she said, I'm so sorry that I couldn't get you guys that juicy behind the scenes stuff, but they took my phone the second I walked in the door. Apparently, no Snapchatting, no Instaing, no photoing of any kind behind the scenes at SNL. What's going down with Eva Marie? Well, she was trending all over the world on Monday. You guys may have been wondering why. Don't worry, nothing major going on with her. She was involved in a fake trade storyline on WWE. And this is just classic Eva Marie to the fans. We were talking about the Eva that we see on the show, who's very likable. But uh, she teased the fans a little bit and said, Oh, I'm trending during a show that I'm not even on. I don't even need to step in the building to cause a buzz. There's that all red everything attitude we love, even though she's not all red everything anymore. One more little blurb and update from last week. We told you that Lana was getting back into the ring after kind of making her debut at WrestleMania and not seeing a lot of in-ring action since then. She wrestled at a live NXT event uh, last Thursday, defeating Sarah Bridges, formerly Crazy Mary Dobson. She worked as a face, which means she was a good guy. For everybody out there who's not sure what that means. And she was very over with the crowd, which means that they loved her. She did a little bit of her breakdance moves, and everyone really loved it. This is reportedly, though, not to support in a return to wrestling for her, but just more to prepare her to take bumps and that sort of a thing if it's involved in storylines in the future. I think probably to kind of keep her skills sharp, right? I'm sounds happy good. to see her back in the ring. I think it's fun. Yeah, it yeah. sounds like that's what she really, what she really wants to do now. Mm-hmm. You know? Although I think it's a little odd if she's being the break dancer and the crowd is loving her and she's a baby face. Like, I feel like if she's going to be the Lana we see on Total Divas mm-hmm. in the ring, that's very different from the Rusev Crush Lana that the fans have seen before. So, not sure how that would play out. I feel like with NXT, they can kind of play around with things a little bit more. It's in front of a smaller crowd. You know, they don't not have to worry TV. about Yeah, exactly. So, I feel like they can maybe experiment a little bit more. Uh, yeah, I doubt we're going to see Lana break dance in the ring next week, you know, but eh, if, I mean, if this is what she wants to do on a smaller stage, you know, obviously good power, all power to her. If they, they keep her away from him, I can see her being more of a babyface type character. They separate them a little mm-hmm. bit. And I think that's why she can do that stuff in NXT is because, like, he's not there with her. Mm-hmm. And a lot of, like, probably the current NXT crowd doesn't remember when he was there. That's true. You know, because he wore a different outfit. You know, he was Alexander Alexander Rusev. You know, he broke a board when he came out. That's true. It was like an entirely different character. Mm -hmm. 
Our chat rules chiming in. Claire said that she has new music. Joseph said she was a Russian hip-hop princess. I guess that kind of makes sense. And it was because the rest of the roster was in Australia. <laughs> That's Mandy Rose. Oh, Mandy Rose versus Daria Baronado, former Total Diva. Mandy Rose versus former Afterbuzzer Daria Baronado happened on Thursday and Friday as well. Also on Saturday, Daria dealed with that same uh, Sarah Bridges that Lana defeated when she met Nikki Cross. Daria okay. got her own entrance music too. She did, and it's badass. It's awesome. Everybody go check it out on YouTube. Give it lots and lots of views. And on that note, let's move into a little bit of Total Throwback. We don't have music for that. Oh. We, should, we should probably get some. I thought that was the music itself. Nah, it's not. Sorry. We're going to throw back all the way to season two. I believe this was episode three. Don't quote me on that one. But I'm not going to get this wrong tonight, guys. I promise you. This one I really like. I think it's fun. Gentlemen. You mentioned that there was a lot of skin being shown on tonight's episode. Yes. Do you recall a time when Natty got some icy hot on her nether regions and it was very uncomfortable for her? Do we recall this happening? Yes. George Hermosa? Actually, no. I don't remember. Um, hmm. Seems like you're still going to be in the lead after this one, Jimbo. <laughs> Where were they when that went down? Like a city? Not a city. In what kind of a setting were they when Natty accidentally got icy hot where you really don't want some icy hot? Is this multiple choice or true or false? Oh, this is not multiple choice, honey. You got to get this. Thanks, season two. Were they at the gym? Thank you. They were not at the gym. I'm going to go with backstage. They were traveling. You remember this? She wasn't supposed to be in the bathroom doing what she was doing anyway when she was getting this icy hot all on herself. In China? Mexico? I finally got a hard one that you guys don't get. They've been way too easy. I'm so satisfied with myself right now. Let's see. Oh, the chat roll is all over this. They've got you guys blown up. Uh, Amit's 1230 said, on a bus. You are right. Mackenzie Spaulding, tour bus. Sylvia Love, uh, travel bus. Jay Ruiz, on a bus. Andrea, on a bus. Uh, oh, Joseph got this one wrong. I totally think that's remember a first. That now. Megan admits she didn't know this one. She said she's not winning this season. That's okay. I feel like Jimbo's pulled that's when far, far ahead. Ariane was like singing her her chinga chinga bling bling song, and Daniel Bryan's like, hold on a second. So you mean to tell me when you meet a man, the first thing you're gonna ask him is if he could provide you with the chinga chinga and the bling bling? <laughs> Because when you were saying that, I'm thinking, like, icy hot traveling, and all I could think of was, like, when they were in Japan, and, the, like, the fish are eating the dead skin off oh, their feet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was so like, gross. is it then? Is that then? But as soon as you said the tour bus, I totally remember her, like, being in the bathroom, oh, like, yeah. oh, my God, I need your help. <laughs> I got icy hot, and, and it burns. Of course, that's what icy hot does. Yeah, dude. It says on the label, don't put in these places for a reason. Well, I can't believe that I threw you guys off. I would be scared I can't believe this he didn't get it. He's like the, the encyclopedia the of wrestling. Well, yeah, not a reality TV show. So. Oh, I love it. I only watch these shows like once, to be honest with you. But I can watch like WrestleMania like a million times. Ugh. To- team Total Divas yeah. versus Team whatever the whoever the heck the other ones were. Bad and Blonde. Is that what it was, right? Was it Bad and Blonde? 
at or yeah, 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 yeah. At, the, at WrestleMania. Yeah. yeah. Oh, all right. This has been fun, gentlemen. I'm so glad that my two straight male perspectives did not come to blows tonight on Total Divas. That it didn't no. spill the out night, to where the fans the could still see. Young. This is true. This is true. Well, gentlemen, if they would like to keep up with you and talk about Total Divas, where can they do that at? Uh, follow me on Twitter at Jim Booth. Check out the XPOC One Two Three Sixty podcast. Today we had Jerry Briscoe. It was a great episode. I highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. And you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all the social medias. A G H E R M O Z A G H E R M O Z A G Hermosa. Guys, thank you so much for coming to hang out with us live. We love getting your opinion. We love chatting with you. And you can always send me your news tidbits or whatever the heck else you please at Christy Reports on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. We finally got that Instagram live. I am definitely going to be playing with that in the next few days. And as Jimbo said, watch X-Pac 12360 and also the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills after show right here on AfterBuzz TV starring me. Well, not really me and my three panelists. But we have a lot of fun here at after Buzz TV, and we want you not to miss any of it. So follow the entire team at AfterBuzz TV, and we will see you next week. We will be here an hour earlier, but we will be here to break down the last season or the last episode of Total Divas before the holidays. So we'll see you then. Bye bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 